0: Hi everyone, and welcome to a very exciting episode of Friends Till the End, your one-stop shop for all things Friends as we run down the whole show episode by episode. I'm Michael, I'm joined as always with my host Elizabeth. Hi Elizabeth, how you doing?
1: Good, how are you?
0: I'm doing well, it's nice to see you again.
1: This was a whirl of winds, Michael. Yeah? Yes. This episode took me on a ride.
0: You're just jumping right in, we're pleasantries to sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I we're just got so, right I'm so excited
1: about it. Are you? Mm-hmm.
0: Would you say that this has earned the title of a classic episode?
1: Absolutely. Okay. I think for the first time I can say this is a classic episode.
0: So this is season three, episode 15. The one with the spoiler title. The one where Ross and Rachel take a break.
1: Oh, that's the title. Think
0: back. All those years now when they've talked about we were on a break. Have you heard that reference before? Being on a break? This is where it comes back to. It's a very special episode and to... To celebrate, because we like to give Ross a kicking on this show, but we thought that two people wasn't enough, so we've got a room full of Ross hating friends in the room with us as well to join in in the kicking. So say hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. (laughs) We've got like a live studio audience who we're going to participate today. We've got friends, our own friends. There's five of us today. We're we're one away from having a whole friends gang. It's amazing. (laughs)
1: So we have Chandler. Yeah. Well, we'll let's. Yeah, we'll go around the table. Let's go around the table. Chandler. Oh. Perfect. Yeah. So we have our actual friend Chandler.
2: Mhm. It's that Lady Chandler. Lady, Lady Chandler. Chandler Bing.
1: <laughs> Chandler Lady Chandler Bing. Already.
0: Already, Chandler's my favorite. And then next, Chandler.
1: We have MK.
3: Just feeling so many emotions. It's fine. Just it one <laughs> episode.
0: Happened. Yeah, that's okay. Take a second. Compose yourself. And then then who else we got? The right? Ross
3: lover. We have
4: Mora. Yeah, I actually have a soft spot for Ross. Whoa. So we're gonna have a very heated discussion because, <laughs> you know, he lives in there. He's in my heart. And I, I do have a few feelings about Ross.
0: Okay, well we'll get to those yeah, I'm we'll sure at them. some point.
4: Oh absolutely.
0: Can we quickly go around and just everyone say their experience in watching Friends, if it's like something you've never watched or watched a bunch? And also which which member of the Friends gang do you identify with? Wow. Let's go over to Chandler. Go on.
2: All right. So I watched Friends when I was younger, you know, in the late night TV specials, um, and then I rewatched it on Netflix like a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I'd like to say I identify with Chandler the most, I don't. I think I'm a Monica. Oh.
0: Yeah. Be proud of it. Monica's I feel very, awesome. I feel very proud of my Monica ness.
1: Good. Embrace it. Yeah.
3: Embracing it. Um. I think Friends has been my penultimate fall asleep to show for probably all of ten plus years, starting when I was younger and now into the point where you're like, I think I've seen every episode, but not quite sure. Um You don't watch
0: them in any order. You just like No, just it's load just it up, yeah. You fall just, asleep.
3: Been all around. I haven't committed to the full Netflix, the Nick at Night binge yet. Yeah,
0: the fall <laughs> asleep show is like the ultimate compliment. It sounds Absolutely. like it should be a bad yes. thing, but no. it's like mm,
3: it's a great thing that you go to night mm-hmm. after night and you turn it on and you wake up and oh, <laughs> something happened or yep. you catch something new every time. It's mm-hmm. fun. Um, and I think I would be a love child between Phoebe and Chandler. Um, okay. The sarcasm mm. of Chandler, but the eccentricity and the interestingness of Phoebe.
4: (laughs) Well, I have seen every episode. A friend of mine when we were younger had every season on D V D so we would only hang out just to watch friends (laughs) and we would watch every single episode. Um but it was always my eleven PM, one AM falling asleep in college. Mm -hmm. Uh none of the episodes are ever in order uh, fall asleep too show yeah so it's a common theme um, but I would say I don't know since I do have a soft spot for
0: Ross oh sorry can you explain that <laughs> yeah you yeah more, you're gonna have to, have to say, walk me
1: through it you know,
4: I just think that he really means well and I I feel for him <laughs> I think you know he's very awkward and he is kind of over the top but I don't know if I feel bad for him that's why I I don't know feel for him. I don't know. I think I just. He's bleeding hard, Maura. I, I, I
0: yeah. hope you can bring some balance to this episode, I'm there. Because I was worried because we are very harsh on yeah. him regularly. I, yeah. So
4: I think that rightly so. With Ross and I don't know, Type A Monica. I think maybe I'm a Geller
3: at heart. <laughs> Geller, the lost Geller. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, that's sweet. Maura Geller. Little Mora Geller. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ross, Monica, and Mora. Yeah. That? Aw, it's nice. Yeah, The little sister, they didn't know they had. She lives in, like, St. Louis instead yeah. of New York City. Or Boston. <laughs>
0: or Boston. I smell a spin-off. <laughs> wow.
1: That would
0: be great. All right. So, I guess we'll just jump into this. Are you, are you ready? Do you
1: like, have any Ask Elizabeth questions mm, for
0: me? No, you don't get any of those. We've got friends today. so how right. about you.
1: Sorry.
0: <laughs> so, the episode opens with um, Joy wanting to eat a bunch of olives in monica's kitchen he's like how much will you give me if i eat this jar of olives and monica's what? like
1: wait hold on is that really how it happened i don't remember any of that i don't remember i don't remember <laughs> yes yeah,
0: <it's, it's> <laughs> we literally finished, it. finished watching she said the
2: 295 she like owed him money
0: i'm doing that again Go, come on Shit, this is i don't remember
1: it. that at all okay, okay. so the episode
0: opens in monica and rachel's apartment Joey wants to eat a jar of olives and he wants to make a bet out of it and monica's just like no i'm not gonna bet you you're just gonna owe me money if you eat all of my olives and he's like done and I was really hoping for the rest of the episode we'd just see him eating olives. But... Yeah, like throughout the whole time with his hand. Yeah, yeah and... but sadly that was not the case. You, you don't remember any of this. You're looking at me so blankly. We, we finished watching this about 30 minutes ago. Were this they... did happen. I'm glad we've got people to confirm. This happened, right? It
3: did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were they... I'm with Elizabeth on this one. Really? <laughs> I, did. I don't recall. I'm with... I'm with
0: it was Brian. like the first five seconds of the show.
1: Oh, Were they green or black olives? That's important. Very.
0: I think they were green.
1: Yeah, that's what I figure. That's what I imagined in mm-hmm. my mind.
0: They were in a jar of brine. Anyway, so it's it's never mentioned again. I don't... I, I regret even mentioning it now. Um, Phoebe comes in. She's got a date with a diplomat because she's giving massages outside of the UN. Sounds like a very Phoebe thing to do. She's got a date with a diplomat. It doesn't speak any English, so there's going to be a translator there that sets up her arc. Chandler is going to the photocopy store to ogle the hot girl with the belly button ring.
3: Just love the 90s nostalgia in that entire, the Xerox store mm-hmm. and the belly button ring. Yeah. And then they prominently show her belly button ring for the rest of the show, just to make sure you know she's the belly button ring girl.
0: You have to prove. Little, I mean, yeah, little we don't know I love her name. Right. I don't know if we know her
1: name. It's
0: Chloe. That's oh, Chloe? It's Chloe. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: The thing is, I wonder about that, because I remember growing up and belly button rings were popular. And I wonder now, do people continue to wear them?
0: So we've got high stakes. Phoebe's got a date with a guy that doesn't speak English. Chandler and Joey are going to go look at a girl with a belly button ring. (laughs) What could go wrong, right?
3: At the Xerox store.
2: Don't forget the nostalgia Mm of the Xerox store. (laughs) They could open their eyes during the threesome. That's
3: what could go wrong.
0: So the episode opens, and we had a lovely moment where everyone was just enjoying the theme music. It was good. Does that just take you back to, to happier days, everybody, and enjoy that music? We had a couple of people singing along. The harmonies were great. Mm-hmm. Chandler saw you kind of bopping along on the couch there. It's just a nice, happy theme song, right? We all we all love that. We're all in a good, happy place when that music comes on. The
3: five mm-hmm. claps. It's just... Clap, clap,
1: clap, clap. Isn't it four? I think it's oh, four.
0: Whoa. We, we settled oh. this a couple of seasons ago. It's four, MK. Okay. Clap, 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 clap.
1: Nope. No, four. I always thought it was five no, as well, though. No, I'm not so sure. No, no, it's, it's four. four. It doesn't end on a five. Yeah. No. Told you life was gonna be this way. One, two, three, four. No, it's four. Five, four two, it, it is four. four, <laughs> four. <laughs> <laughs> it's has to be four. All right, we need to put a poll up on our website. I
0: think, <laughs> in my mind, they always snuck in one right before. No. Nope. No. Like the first two are it's... in double time.
1: mm It's four. I don't know. The first two months <laughs>
0: We had settled this back in the day. And,
1: and we both agreed
0: it was four. <laughs> no, and yes. MK comes along. I think you just wore me down. <laughs> Fair oh boy. Chandler, we opened Chandler and Joyer at the Xerox shop. Yes. And they're waiting in line, and there's two people serving. There's a guy with crazy sideshow bob hair with a loud t shirt. Just the exact type you would expect to find in a Europe's place in the mid-1990s. And then there is who we can assume is the attractive lady who works there. And they're like, oh, come on, we want to get served by her. But no, they get served by the other guy. And then he, like, calls them out. And then they switch places. And, yeah, it's all really funny, right? It's great. It's great. It's mm-hmm. real good. Um, Chandler <laughs> bumbles around trying to impress her with shit game
1: classic Chandler
3: I do love any Joey Chandler scene to be fair they the chemistry between the two of them is great just the banter back and forth and the body language movement like how Uh, they grasp each other (laughs) when she's unavailable to them just always makes me laugh I don't know
2: (laughs) I often think that they have like two scripts like a very distinct body language script and then a very distinct like line
3: one they like always have something like yeah Taylor is very expressive with his
2: body.
0: Pure
3: bromance between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's like when the the guy goes, "Oh, switch places with me," because these guys have a crush on you, and they're like sitting and like they have like their head in each other's shoulders or something. They're (laughs) kind of like burying their head. Yeah, Yeah,
1: they're just the best of friends, Michael. They are. They're friends till the end. Oh.
4: so...
0: (laughs) So anyway, they they like, I don't know. They just kind of, they have no, they have nothing to copy. They have nothing to, like, they're just there.
1: They just need an excuse to go and... But they didn't Chloe. even come up with an excuse <laughs> in the end. But she, I think she liked it. I think she liked the attention. Mm. She did say
4: that it was their second time visiting the store today, mm-hmm. or at least Chandler's second time. Right. Yeah. So he's real keen on seeing her. Mm-hmm. And she knows. <laughs>
2: it seemed like that happened a lot to her. Like, the guy made it seem like, oh, here's some more dudes right. ready to, like, come talk to you. Google that belly button ring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So anyway, she, yeah, she doesn't seem put out by their their clumsy attempts at conversation with her. And she invites them to a club night. And then hints that there might be some action for the both of them with her.
1: Yeah, dang. Yeah. This is the first mention of a threesome, right, mm-hmm. in this show?
0: Well, they I think they kind of, they just, they don't really ever outright reference it. Like, if this was, like... How I Met Your Mother, they'd be all like, yeah, we're going to totally, you know, bump dicks with this girl. But <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, bump dicks? Yeah. Do bump. you know what a threesome is?
0: <laughs> They're going to, no, but like in, in like How I Met Your Mother, they would just be like, oh, yeah, like they have a title belt if they get into a threesome. So like, they, yeah, exactly. but here, like they don't, they don't ever say, oh yeah, it's going to be a threesome. They just kind of imply it. imply it,
3: mm-hmm. which does make it funnier. Like, when you finally, like, when well, you clue, it when they're talking and you clue and you're like, oh, that's where we're going with this.
0: Well, it's funny, Like, no. it's not
3: gay if it's a three-way. Like, that's the subtle subtext of their combo here.
0: <laughs> well, the problem, was me being the naive 12-year-old when I watched this for the first time, I had no idea what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. So, another. Um, does huh? older than 12 Michael I get, understand it. I get it now. <laughs> it's very funny. But, uh, yeah, I had no clue at the time.
1: They were down for it, though. I think she was also... Oh, absolutely. I don't know. Were they? They were
2: kind of doubting it. Like when they were sitting on the couch.
0: Yeah. So later on, they get to like discussing the rules about it. Like if we're going to do this, Mm -hmm. there needs to be some ground rules. We need to have a gentleman's agreement. But I don't know. Like.
1: I think think Chandler was more down.
0: This girl is like so hot that they're willing to like overcome their 1990s homophobia to. (laughs) There was no mention
2: of any
1: Eiffel Towers.
0: No. Yeah, that's respectful.
1: Wasn't that implied, though, towards the end of the conversation, like heads or tails? Yeah, but, I mean, maybe the lingo has mm. shifted.
0: Mm. A little. Oh, man. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, they, they have that coming up. Something to look forward to. Good for them. They're at least going to get a good club night, and maybe more. We'll check back with them a little later on. Um, Phoebe goes on a date with her handsome diplomat. So good. He's a handsome guy. We happy with that? Yeah. yeah. Good looking dude. Yeah. What,
1: are well, you going to ask me anything?
0: I'm, at, I'm asking everybody. He's okay. good looking dude. Uh,
1: yeah, I think he's attractive. Good head of hair. Love yeah. a good accent.
0: The translator's there. Phoebe, like, bumbles some lines and doesn't want him to translate, so asks ask him to translate instead, and he says something that's apparently very sweet, so yeah, the translator's got a bit of game. That's <laughs> good. But then when it comes to the, the part where they're going to have a wee bit of a kiss and a cuddle, he starts getting in the way.
1: It's hilarious. It reminded me of Inspector Clouseau in Return of the Pink Panther. How how they would say something. Or the Pink Panther. How they'd say something and there'd be a close up shot of them like right about to kiss. And also, you'd just see this translator's head like pop in like he would like to kiss you now. And then pop away. It was so good. I thought it was hilarious. You would like a hamburger.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I would like a hamburger.
0: No, I thought that was excellent. (laughs) I thought that guy was excellent. Like, the timing was really good. And but
3: also, she's right. The camera work is great. Because mm-hmm. it does make it an incredibly intimate moment. And then, whoop, Like,
1: right in there. Oh, hello! She pops I mean, he's doing his job. He's doing a good job of it, too.
0: It's his job to translate things. Right. And he's not missing a fucking beat. Right. So good for him. Although it does ruin the moment for Phoebe. Because he keeps on popping up. And, uh, you know, it gets awkward anyway. He's a bit of a third wheel. So she tries to rope in Monica to be the fourth wheel so that they can go on a wee double date so that when the time comes for their little their little kissing and cuddling in the corner that the translator will have something else to do Mm -hmm. yes so that's that's where we're going with that god can't wait elsewhere ross is pays a visit to monica and rachel's place uh it's it's their anniversary dinner and rachel's stuck at work the inconsiderate career woman that she is
1: yeah, there's some big crisis going on.
0: Mm-hmm. They're,
1: I don't know, something with their their buyers got mixed up. I was I don't really know how fashion works, but it was the bikinis. There's only one cut. Col- they ordered
3: one color and Rachel wanted multiple colors.
1: Oh, okay.
3: And Mark signed off
1: on it. Your
3: fucking that Mark. Mother? Oh, so
1: he screwed it up. Do you think of
0: he did course. it on purpose?
1: No, hmm. no. He
0: was leaving. He was like, "This order is meant to come in on their anniversary. So if I mess this up, no, 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 she'll no, have no, to no. go." No. No. delivery was not as
3: reliable back then. He would have had no idea when no, it was no, supposed no. to come in.
0: You don't think Mark knows? Mark knows. No, anyone it's,
3: with that side. Mark swoop? was probably playing the long game. Like he knew.
2: <laughs> I've been
0: saying this for the last few episodes. <laughs> Mark's playing that long game. Yeah, long game.
2: I don't think the deliver the shipment issue. He probably was just being stupid dude, doing his typical typical dude Marks. thing. Typical Mark. <laughs> Getting shipments
1: wrong.
0: So it's a nice attention to detail that this episode is their anniversary dinner, because I look back over my notes, Elizabeth, mm-hmm. and it was about a year ago where they went on their first date in the show. Oh, wow, so yeah. they really planned it out well. Yeah, so mm-hmm. this one first aired February uh, 13th, 1997. Their first date was on an episode on February 8th. In nineteen ninety six, so like it's them. pretty close. They, mm-hmm. they 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 kind of they kind of got it there. So anyway, um, Rachel is stuck at work. He wants to come down there to you know just be with her, and she's like, no, please don't. Very busy. <laughs> So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm sure it will all go very respectfully, and everyone, everything will be fine. We then get that very funny scene where Chandler and Joey kind of discuss the ground rules for this threesome that may or may not take place later in the night. And then we go to the double date with uh, Phoebe and her diplomat, and Monica with the translator. And things are going great for Monica. The guy, the translator, is very charming.
1: Yeah, I mean, he he gets a chance to talk about himself for a while instead of having to be at like. The beck and call of this handsome diplomat.
0: Mm-hmm. Indeed.
1: And Monica's eating it up. She is like clawing on every word he says. She likes him.
4: And she was a little hesitant to actually go on the date first mm-hmm. and yeah. accept the invitation. Because of old, what, Harry Pimpleback or whatever his name was that Phoebe <laughs> set her up with before.
0: Stickleback. Yeah. <laughs> Stickleback Harry. Don't call him Stickleback Larry. Yeah. He hates that. So, yeah, they're going well. Phoebe's not too happy with it because, obviously, if they're talking, then she can't really talk to her, her gentleman.
1: So. I mean, would that work out?
0: Would what Ultimately, work Ultimately,
1: if someone didn't speak the same language and not a word, could you really have a real relationship with someone?
0: I think Phoebe just knows that he's only in town for a little while anyway. Oh, like she's just trying
1: to, like, get it in? She's just...
0: Yes, she's just trying to get it in. I
3: think so, because Phoebe is the self-actualized one of the group, and she's just like, yeah, you're in for this amount of time? Let's get this. Let's do it.
2: Well, you don't need
3: words.
2: Right. (laughs) Uh (laughs) To do those things. Yeah,
4: I think she just loves love, like loves people and, you know, wouldn't pass up a little fling, because clearly... The fact that he doesn't speak the same language doesn't deter her, right? And she's even more eager, it seems.
1: But, like, why waste time on dating over dinner, then?
0: Phoebe lives in the moment, Elizabeth.
2: Right, but why go on a date? Maybe she felt that she needed formality because she was a diplomat. Or maybe maybe they needed some dates before because he was, like, high and mighty somewhere.
3: Or maybe Phoebe was just hungry.
2: (laughs) and wanted a a good french meal meal out of it
0: (laughs) it's been a while since i've been on a double date but they seem to be playing by the rules of a double date that you can only talk to the person that you're on a date with and you can't have conversations across the table with other people is that a rule rule? (laughs) no but that's what they seem (laughs) to be doing is is the point i'm making because it's like why can't they all just like have a conversation it's like phoebe has to sit there and wait till there's silence between those guys so the translator can talk with them whereas like if it was an actual double date there would be conversations between all four of them but like why isn't monica trying to talk to the diplomat or why isn't phoebe and monica talking you know it's like they're just keeping to their pairs basically well i don't think
1: i don't think that phoebe expected monica to hit it off so well with this guy and she just kind of didn't want this guy to be lonely but didn't expect them to really really like each other so it kind of took away from her own date Maybe they
3: only had two camera operators and they could only do each side of the table at a time. They couldn't do a cross table. The budget's just.
1: (laughs) Or maybe Monica
2: thought the same thing like, oh, they're not going to be here that long. I got to maximize my time with this dude. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to learn. And then he sucked her in with the dog story. Like, (laughs) she was pretty much crying at that point. So maybe she just felt that, like, she just had to focus. She just had to focus on him.
0: I suppose what Phoebe really should have done is just had the translator at the dinner with those two so that they could just have a conversation and then be like, "Monica, come meet us for drinks after," and then you can kind of go off with the go off with the translator and mm. I can have my my dishy European man all to myself.
1: Yeah, that that would have been a better idea.
0: Yeah. I'm full of good ideas.
1: Next time that happens to you, do that. Yep.
0: If you're listening and you're in the having the same problem at home, that is how you deal with it. We cut to an office in Bloomingdale's, downtown New York, where Rachel Green is kicking ass at work. She is on the phone, and she is not taking any shit from this supplier. I didn't understand a word of what she was talking about, but like... it. She, she seemed to be doing well.
1: Yeah, yeah. She seemed like she knew what she was talking about, and she was getting it with confidence.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, like seven episodes ago, she was serving coffee at Central Park. Mm-hmm. She's right. grown so much.
1: Well, I mean, she knows fashion. She understands the industry. She mm-hmm. knows the lingo and, and what to do, and when it goes wrong, how to handle it. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, it was a really big disaster, and she has to be there all night, but
0: mm-hmm. she
1: seemed like she was taking care of business.
0: I think it's that growth that Ross fears the most. <laughs> <laughs> nobody could see but everyone was nodding their head at that point that was really really good point by me um... i cannot ross shows up Unannounced and unexpected in the office. What a
4: sweet gesture!
1: (laughs) Get Get the fuck out!
0: (laughs) This is why we have you here, Mora.
1: Mora, Mora, Mora! If you had repeatedly told your partner that you just are busy, you gotta get your stuff done. Day after day after day. And then they show up in the middle of a crisis. With a fucking picnic basket. With a
4: picnic oh, basket. it's so and sweet. It is sweet. It is sweet. Drop but it off, if, a kiss, goodbye. Right, but what if she was just not going to eat a picnic by herself? It was a I whole bag. Are you telling me I, okay. you wouldn't eat a picnic by yourself? <laughs> no, I would, I would. I would eat a picnic by myself. Okay, but, you know, like, I think, I think we can try to sympathize because, uh, listen, because... You know, if I'm really, really stressed out and I have to get stuff done, I can take two minutes to appreciate the fact. You, to, um, Chandler, if your partner came on a really busy day at work and just said, hey, it's our anniversary, just want to say hi, let's have this quick lunch, I think even though you'd be busy, you'd be appreciative that that gesture was made, even if you. Didn't want it. We
2: might be I hesitant know, I think if Dimitri, to push it away. If Dimitri did it differently, if he showed up and just be like, I know you're really busy, but I brought you dinner. Because I know you probably didn't have time to eat today or something. And then he's like, I'm going to let you work. I'm going to leave. That's what I would appreciate because if I told him no, I would expect him to, like,
1: respect that. And, like, an hour before... He was on the phone with Rachel, mm-hmm. and she said, no, I'm busy.
0: And three weeks ago, he sent a fucking barbershop quartet to her <laughs> office to sing a song about how much he loved okay. her. So. That's a
1: little excessive, but I do, I really
4: do think that it's a sweet gesture. I, I think mean, it, it is,
1: it really does go above and beyond the boyfriend category, honestly. I, I think that's nice, but you gotta respect it's, what someone's asking.
0: I think the problem is, he's not doing it, like, out of love and Mm-mm. out of being nice. He's doing it because, like... I, I, I don't know. He's not doing it to be sweet. He's almost doing it to make a point. Like, it's our anniversary, so we're damn well going to eat together, whether you like it or not.
3: It's kind of the thing of, like, look what I'm doing mm-hmm. for you. I'm like, an eye the best. I did this. Mm-hmm. I, and now you are no. telling me where to go. You're telling me to stuff it. Also, she tells him, like, that's great. And then he comes with a wine bottle. That's great. I'm doing something. And then he lights her plant on fire on accident. But, like...
0: Ross is D- get wishing, the hint, dude. psychological warfare on his girlfriend. I... it's not okay, Maura. He it's brought
3: okay. out <laughs> the pepper
2: cracker. <laughs>
4: okay, that, <laughs> like, she was on the telephone. <laughs> that was a little much, but I don't think, I, don't, I disagree that he was doing it to be like, oh, look what I'm doing. I think he just genuinely cares about her. You know that. You know that he's always Ugh. loved her. Always, always, always. Yeah, yeah. And I really just genuinely think that he just cares so much that it was so important for him to spend time with her on that day. This early? I don't think so, though. But even if it was a little, I don't know, it was a mess, you know, like with the pepper grinder and everything. But I do genuinely think he just cares so much and
3: that's why he did it. I also, he- do we think the pepper grinder was improv Because <laughs> they were both kind of giggling when oh <laughs> that was yeah, happening. That's pretty good.
1: You know, I think that Maura has a point. I really do think that Thank he just you. really, really cares about her. But I do think that there is a line of respect that he's just not adhering to at all.
2: Well, consistently. Like, he's doing that consistently. Like, this isn't the first time that she's told him no or, like, that she's been busy or... Like, this seems like it's the last straw. And not the, like, Mm -hmm. the first time that this has happened. And he's consistently not learning. It would be one thing if this was the
3: first time he, like, made this mistake, but it's not.
4: Right. It's just who he is, I think.
3: I also can't help but, like, think if it was before she became finally, like, her career woman Rachel, if you want to put it in, like, Barbie terms. Like, he, before, (laughs) when she was working at the coffee shop, it would have been cute because she's working at a coffee shop. But now she's in a a position of power, a position where, like... Given, to, it seems kind of silly, she's on the phone about bikinis, but in her line of work or her job, that's a big, that is a crisis. That's right. a thing that's going on, because it's winter, and then you're going to have all the rich people that are going to St. Bart's in the next couple of months, and they need their red, not black bikinis. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, it's fine, you can eat, you have time. And she's like, no, I can't. And he's like, what do you mean? I don't know. I, and
1: you know, like, if the, if the roles were reversed, if she came right. to him... During a moment of, I've already talked to you. I said I'm a going lecture to about stegosauruses. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> he'd if he be was delighted, doing, yeah. he'd be like, "Hey, look!" The but Luke then nurse, he'd be showing off to that college. Kids. Yeah, I around. think he would. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think that's part of the problem as well. That he'd be like, "Well, I would love it if she came to to my office with a picnic basket." But I don't I think,
4: think a, she. That's would.
2: That's a little egocentric. <laughs> I have so many feelings about like the men, like the men in science versus like the women who also work, and that's such the thing, like the nerdy guy we all want to love. But, mm. like, he's not... Like, if you're so smart, why aren't you learning? Like, why aren't you changing or adapting? That's what scientists do, right? That's the way we learn as scientists. So I don't understand why Ross... It's not translating into this, like, form of his life. I mm. think two things. One, he's just
4: super socially awkward. Doesn't pick up on cues the way that <laughs> most people would. Yep. Um, but I also think that he knows that... You know, Rachel is important to him and he's waited so long to be with her and he'll kind of do anything and everything that he thinks Mm. is right to keep her, even though that might not always be the case as we Mm. might find out. But, um,
1: I do, I do think he may as well. I think this is really nice actually to have a different position on Ross because we've been so harsh on him and I see your point.
0: Nah, like it's
1: fuck a, that guy. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Uh, Thank you. No, I, I like, I, it, it helps me justify.
0: It's bullshit like this why Susan left him in the first place. Susan
1: and 2. that 2. she no. liked
0: girls.
3: Right. But Isn't it <laughs> Carol? It's Carol. It's <laughs> Carol.
0: I it.
2: Carol. Susan, I was, Susan feels the same as you all do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's <So>. true. <laughs> we know
2: that. I was actually shocked that she was like waiting by the phone for him all night. Yeah. Like I thought mm. it was going to be a little different like after because she broke up with him she was so annoyed and then it seemed like i was shocked by the instant
3: regret well i do think she's yeah. an interesting character mm-hmm. study in female di- like like not to be all i can talk about it but like at the time because she does almost put the power move on that like i'm a woman in a position of power i'm being working rachel right now i'm doing my thing and then after that moment's over like oh crap Kind of, what did I just do? Do I actually care? Like, I do. Do I want him around now that I'm not at my job and in this role? I don't know. Yeah, that was interesting. I forgot that she was just, like, sitting there waiting by the window. I'm like, girl, what are you doing?
0: (laughs) Well, we'll get to the windowsill sitting at soon enough. No, that's okay. We can (laughs) can jump ahead a little bit. But uh, basically, Rachel gets mad and kicks him out, and he kind of, like, packs up everything and storms off in a big huff. And then later on, like, she comes home, and he's sitting there, moping, eating the picnic basket. And he's just like, he thinks she should apologize to to him. It's like, read the room, Ross. Oh, <laughs> and yeah, they just, they go at it again. He doesn't think he's done anything wrong. She thinks that he should respect her boundaries. And they kind of get into the the age old thing where he doesn't really respect her career choice. He thinks it's kind of silly. He's like, it's just a job. And it's so much more to her isn't
1: it absolutely it is and you know she says i was waiting for you to apologize kind of i was giving you the floor here to, to say you're sorry
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he just doesn't get it he does not get that he did anything wrong maybe to Maura's point but i feel like from the majority of people watching this episode would kind of be on rachel's side because repeatedly she's asked kindly no i gotta do my job i have to do what i need to do here and then, and then when I watch this scene, I, I do feel, I can see both sides, I really do. But at the same time, how dare, how dare he even, like, suggest or, or think that, like, she's not being a good enough girlfriend because she has a job. And it, it's almost like he wants one or the other out of her.
0: Well, it's funny how things have changed, because I remember watching mm-hmm. this back in the day and distinctly not really taking sides. Like I think at the time, all I was like was, oh, "Please don't break up, you guys. I love you guys together." Yeah. Like I don't, I don't remember like taking sides at one way or another. Like I think I could see both sides, both point of views, but yeah, I don't know.
4: I do think I see both points of view. I think at this point, I just want Ross to say, "You know what? You're right. I'm sorry that I overset my boundary. I meant well by it. I was just trying to spend time with you." And actually apologize, um, but I also see how, you know, Rachel is super upset, and she doesn't get that from him, mm-hmm. and that frustrates
3: her. I mm-hmm. think it would frustrate me too. And watching it back, it is interesting. When you just said this was 1997, mm-hmm. this is fairly progressive, like to have been in 1997 and had this kind of argument in a relationship, because it is very stereotypical. You know, the dudes in science the girls in fashion, like, in that aspect. But then to have Rachel fighting for herself, I don't remember it either from watching it for the first time, because you think of Rachel, you think of, oh, Jennifer Aniston, Rachel, you know. Mm-hmm. You think of her in the very first episode, in her wedding dress, and she is always in reference to a man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you, I don't know, watching to scene back, it was, this is the first time I've, really seen it like this and think thought about it from a gender dynamics standpoint it's interesting it really is
0: well sitcom relationships have always traditionally been about the grand gesture right the guy showing up with a picnic at your work because you're stressed and like the girl being like oh great awesome you're the best ever and this is like almost a uh nah f you I I don't (laughs) want that right now and I think like I don't know the modern world is almost like caught up with it now that's like kind of the the public perception. We talked in the, the last episode about this guy in England who was girlfriend dumped him and he was going to sit and play a piano uh, in a park in Bristol until she took him back. And like, that's a, what? if that happened in like 1997, everyone would have been like, oh, what a, ro- how a romantic, what a guy. And, but now like everyone on Twitter is like, ah, fucking idiot. You know, like, <laughs> right. No means no, you, you perv. You know, Don't right. you
3: have a job? Like, why do you have yeah. to play the piano? Has <laughs> right. anything ever
2: happened to the, like this to you guys? Like, have you ever had a, something happen like this in your relationship? Like, a guy... Like, for example, this happened to me in a relationship where I asked the guy not to do something. And, and then he did it anyway. And in his mind, it was like... He was the Ross. Like, he was doing the grand gesture, Like, he was going out of his way to make something really great for me. But in my mind, I was like, but that's not what I wanted. Like like is the gift worth it if it's not what you wanted like does that make Mm. sense like there's a lot of research about like doing gestures like that and if it's not like intended well for the person that you're giving it to then it doesn't mean that much and um, I don't know even to the moment we broke up the same he was like and you didn't even appreciate the huge (laughs) thing I did for you even like two years afterwards it was still something like Mm -hmm. held in a bitter mind and I was just like We see it totally differently. Like, I saw it as, like, you didn't listen to me and what I needed at that Mm -hmm. moment. Right. You did what you wanted. And then, uh, like, in your mind, I didn't appreciate this grand thing you did for me. Mm -hmm. And so it was, like, I didn't ask for the grand thing. I didn't want it. Mm -hmm. And, like, and you expected me to love it. Like, why?
0: A gift isn't a gift if you don't want it. Right. (laughs) That's why I'm I'm saying. No, but it's true. It is. Like you can do something nice for someone or something you perceive to be nice for someone, but, like, if they're... If they don't want it, then, like, you're not doing it for them anymore. Like, if, you're wanting, if you want to do something for them... You're doing then, it
2: for you. That's what I yeah. kept thinking. I was like... That's why I don't think Ross is always well-intentioned because he... I don't... I if he really him. was doing it for Rachel, he would have listened to what she said, but mm-hmm. instead he... He's doing it like, for him. Or he was doing it to look like a good boyfriend. I don't mm. even know if I it was, was for him. Point. I think
1: yep. it his image I like, mean it started with his jealousy for Mark
0: <laughs> Mark does rear his ugly head again in this argument they've been arguing a lot about Mark but it's just you know they're going round in circles at this point like like we've mentioned the last couple of episodes they've just been not having fun together as a couple
1: yeah episode after episode after episode they've just been fighting they've been in disagreement every time they don't have fun anymore okay.
0: Mora mm. quick say something nice about Ross <laughs>
4: I really don't think that he does things just for himself. I think we would have seen that a lot more thus far in their relationship. I really do just think that he just cares about her a lot and will do anything and everything for her, even if it's if he looks like an ass or if you know it's not what we would assume or what we would appreciate. I do just I, I think he's naive in it I, I do think that and I think you know he, she's the girl of his dreams and so that's why he's acting like this
1: oh when you see it like that it sounds so sweet
3: mm. he's is,
0: he is only 3 years removed from like his wife leaving him mm-hmm. for another woman as well which i and i like it's never really addressed here in, in this part of the show but like i think he obviously is very scared that that's going to happen again maybe maybe he didn't pay enough attention maybe he never went down to Carol or Susan's work with the picnic basket And, like, told her how much he appreciated it. Or, not to make another
3: How I Met Your Mother reference, but maybe he is painfully aware that he is the reacher and that Rachel is the settler. Mm -hmm. Like, he knows he's the one that's going up and Rachel's the one that's settling. Well, I know
0: know his pain. (laughs) Anyway, so, yes, they kind of go around in circles and basically it ends with Rachel suggesting that they take a break. At which point, Elizabeth, you, like... Basically leapt up off the couch and cheered. Like, you you literally were like, yeah!
1: I've been waiting for this. She doesn't... She, she shouldn't be with him.
0: It had the exact opposite effect on you, as I think the writers and actors had intended. Yes. Like, everyone at home, I think at the time, I was like, no! You
1: know, the thing is, they built up their relationship, like, will they, won't they, for so long mm-hmm. that... It was almost, I mean, in my opinion, I thought, like, I knew it was going to happen. I just knew it. And then I feel like they did this too, obviously, where things were going bad for so long. I, I just, it was just kind of obvious to me that things might happen. Um, I don't, like, if I can predict something, I don't know if, I guess I feel that they make it back together, but I don't know if they'll stay together because unless Ross learns something that's this a big couldn't if. be
0: it's a big if yeah so Ross storms off in a huff we then cut to the nightclub with Joey and Chandler and another woman who's very proud of her job and another woman that's being belittled by men for being proud of her job we have Chloe the Xerox girl talking about all the different ways that they copy things and do things in the the copy store I know your eyes are glazed over. You don't. Ross remember.
3: asked for it four hundred times. But she's like over. doing all
0: these things. She's like she's very proud of her work. Good for her. And Joey and Chandler are just sort of like, yeah, okay. When's this threesome start started starting? <laughs> um, they're all there in the club. Ross arrives. What also? Can club? we
3: a club? That was a dive bar. That was not a club. There yeah, was dancing right?
0: People don't dance in a dive. Yes, bar.
3: Yes, they do. Yes, they do. do You're
0: they? drunk yes,
1: enough, Michael. Do. You can dance oh, boy. anywhere. You might get that's up right $1 now. Dollar
3: PBRs. You can get anyone to dance. Okay. <laughs> so, but the guy's DJ. Red Stripe.
2: Do you also think that Chloe knew that Ross was friends with Chandler and Joey? Because, like, no. it was just so happened she brings up Ross to them.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's what's part of the humor. Like, oh, this is this is Ross. Blah blah blah. These are these new guys that I met, Chandler and Joey, and they shake hands. Well,
0: like, she had well. Ross does actually know her name and is like, "Hi, Chloe." So she's probably just amazed that there's a man that comes into that store that actually takes the time to learn her name and not just objectify her as the cute girl with the belly button ring. Mm-hmm. So that's You're not wrong.
2: maybe that's what her allure to Ross is: is mm-hmm. that he's like, yeah, maybe the one guy that doesn't right. sexualize her.
0: And ironically, yeah. he respects her profession so much. You can blow this up four hundred percent. I believe in you, Chloe.
1: Yeah, he <laughs> challenges her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chandler, do you just want to take my seat? Because I feel like to, you're doing a really, a lot better job as a host than me.
0: They're meant to be here together. They're meant to be together. Old Ross and Xerox girl.
3: Chloe, she yeah. has a name. I know. I don't know. Belly no. button ring girl. I think you will. Chloe the belly button ring.
0: We then cut back to the awkward double date with... Monica and Phoebe remember
1: that remember all
0: those minutes ago when we were talking about that fun little setup. I sure
1: do because Phoebe is the best
0: yeah so Phoebe's mad at Monica the diplomat gets in an argument with his translator the translator talks about his dead dog and nobody's very sympathetic apart from Monica uh, the, the translator then quits and leaves with Monica because he has coupons
4: coupons it's, coupons
0: okay I'm not an idiot right it's coupons it's
4: coupons, coupons. but he
0: doesn't speak yeah. He doesn't speak the language, so I guess that's okay. I say
1: coupons? No!
0: Do coupons.
4: Sometimes. So Chandler's
1: not from our northeastern area. Neither is
0: anything. Neither what
1: Neither is what do you say? Okay. Coupons? Coupons. You no, know, I feel like
4: you say coupons.
0: Well, <laughs> nice. well, okay.
4: no. In our family,
3: technically we say coupons, because there's a Ron White <gasps> joke. Oh. No, there's a Ron White joke where he talks about coupons, <laughs> so our whole family says coupons, because we're the worst. Well, uh, but he people, said it. Because we're from Virginia and Virginia is garbage. Oh, come on
0: now. Nah. So they leave together, <laughs> Monica and the translator, leaving Phoebe with her, Sergio, her fella.
1: Right?
0: Sergio? Yeah, Sergio? Oh, I think it's Sergi. Sergi. I think it's Sergi. Okay, Because okay. he's more Eastern European rather than like.
3: Yeah, has it ever established Italian where
1: tongue? he's from? No. Or just that he doesn't Something with the common <laughs> tongue. Well, I
0: wonder if he's speaking <laughs> an actual language. Because they do talk quite a lot. It in almost that sounds language. like
1: a cross between um, Italian. Like Portuguese and like, well, they and they say, just and they gesticulate a lot. So you would be inclined to think. Italian they say to
0: Hitler like, six weeks to walk to march his armies across the country, which is you
3: know... Oh yeah, he's from a small country with a G in well, it. Well,
0: it couldn't be that small if it took him six weeks to march across it. <laughs>
3: march though, if you're walking.
4: Yeah. Like uh, this, just like that marching perfect for a podcast (laughs) perfect
0: for a podcast thanks for that you're welcome um so they're left the guy is like plate and she's like yeah great okay cool and yeah they're they're stuck (laughs)
3: Picks
1: up the cup plate but the thing is you don't like you said earlier you don't need words like come on let's just cut to the chase pay the bill get out of there and like like sex has no language (laughs) right you know what you're doing universal tongue Mm -hmm. literally and figuratively just get into it for sure
0: yeah, I mean Monica did what she was there to do. Where, where? I suppose where? it was distract the translator when it came to <laughs> when it came down to the the those parts and the dinner's at an end. So let's go back and bump uglies, I suppose.
4: Yes. <laughs> do people I'll say bump uglies? <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself, Michael. All right.
0: Look, when the dinner's <laughs> over, we all know what happens after that. Chandler and Jory are like you should you should call. Rachel and make up with her, so he calls. But then Mark's round at the apartment with Chinese food and huge spring rolls, and, and like
4: and good luck. Look, we're, we, talk Mark, huge we
0: talk about We talk about Mark playing the long game, right? But he calls her on what he knows is her anniversary. And he's like, "Oh, I was just gonna leave a message. He was calling to oh, interrupt." For sure.
3: It, it
1: looks a little suspicious, yes.
3: And then as you pointed out during the episode, he, like Ross, also didn't listen to her. She's like, and yeah. And she said, no, I'm sad. Basically, I want to be by myself. And he said, oh, I'm coming over with Chinese food. K okay, bye. I'm and such
0: a good out. friend. I'm right. going to come around and comfort you. Right. But then when Ross calls, right. he knows Ross is on the phone and he... Keeps talking. He keeps talking. And Ross hears. and And that's that. Ross hangs up and he's all moody again.
3: So I'm a crucial that Ross. Hi.
0: Chloe oh. tries to cheer him up. <laughs> she buys him a bottle of Red Stripe. But then red he,
3: Stripe.
0: You You Two come on, which is the most romantic song in the world. With or without you, you by You Two. A little
1: heavy handed,
3: if you ask me.
0: It's a, it, it's
1: strange for friends to do. I don't feel like they often do. Yes. Uh, you know, it's a, a popular song.
0: It's a callback to like season two when like Ross made the list about her. You might not remember this, but he he made the list, and she was like, oh, I hate you. So then he, like, had a song on the radio for her. Yes. And it was With or Without You by U2. Okay. And then Rachel called the radio and told them what they did, and the radio person was like, "Uh, Ross, Rachel told me what you did, and I'm going to stop playing your song. Okay. So, it's kind of, that's kind of their song, I guess. Well, not anymore. um, (laughs) Chloe um, wriggles her way onto the dance floor with him, and then she kisses him. And he kisses back. Oh, my
1: God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. It was it was crazy. But she, like, forcefully gets in on that. And he's just, like, kind of not moving his lips. And then he's and then just then he like, does. what the hell?
3: I was gonna say, if you really want to play, like, the symmetry of it, like, he's basically telling her no,
1: no, no, mm. and she's not no. listening to his wishes either. Oh,
2: shit. But then shit. he's finally
1: like, you know what? Fuck it. I this mean, he sticks his me. tongue down her throat. He's right? very vulnerable. And pissed, and also they're on a break, so well. He hasn't this done anything wrong. I was
0: very surprised at you with that because you were sort of like, oh my god, and then you were like, well, they are on a break.
1: Well, yeah, yes. it's not like he's cheated if they decide to be on a break.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Is that not right?
0: I mean, you have no way of knowing, but this will be this argument mm-hmm. will last for the next six seasons that we watch. So mm-hmm. were they on a uh, break? We're or on a break. Were... Where oh, they this, on? Is
1: a, this is going to be a thing?
0: This is going to be a this thing. Is That's why nice. this, That's this
3: why, is why all so of so us cool laughed cool.
1: when you said that. We <laughs> were all like, shit. <laughs> it is the,
0: basically the eternal question, and it seems like you're very much on on Team Ross for that. Oh, so, no, I don't
3: want to be well, on Team Ross
4: anything. <laughs> <but> <laughs> Welcome you, to the dark side. No!
0: But you don't think he's cheating on her at this point?
4: No, because she asked for a break. But this is also coming off of Him hearing Mark in the background at the apartment. Yes. And obviously he's going to make assumptions. You know, he doesn't know that they, like... He doesn't think that they
1: had sex. Like but, it's their you know, anniversary, it's, they just want to break right. that night, and Mark, Mark is rough. there. Okay, I'm on to and Ross, so I guess. right, and so okay. he's like, "All right, well, that's it." Bye. Or
0: you're polluting Elizabeth's mind.
4: Yes, this no, is I, calling. I just because you're on <laughs> Team Ross doesn't mean you have to
2: like Ross. Well,
4: but for Ooh. this big, big moment, I think it's important that we are looking at both sides because what else are you supposed to think that Ross thinks when he hears Mark, and he even said before. This is this about Mark and then for Mark to be the one who's at the yes. apartment with the Chinese phone? Okay.
0: But they were apologizing to each other over the phone at that moment. Yes. Like she's not just like, oh, do you mind like going away now that we're on a break? I'm about to bone Mark. Like she, like when they're on the phone, she's But
1: like,
2: he doesn't look like that. How can you tell? Because
0: he. Well, so if you were in her anymore.
2: position and you looked through the keyhole in the door and you saw Mark, would you let him in? if i was Rachel if you were Rachel i would just want the chinese
4: food <laughs> yeah but now you're
2: getting chinese food and then those huge spring rolls and, and
4: the baggage Mark's huge spring roll okay. i would, she she was like venting to him about Ross and their friends and their friends but if yes. you were
2: could, she, so she was sad and waiting by the phone waiting for Ross and being like i want him to come back why would you let the man yeah. that started no, no, the divine like, into your home have vulnerable? You could have been taken
0: like a walker in the Or
2: ball. you could have just like gone into the bathtub and just took a long bath instead of opening the door. Mm. There were other fun activities by yourself <laughs> you could have <laughs> participated in she instead of letting Mark in. <laughs> right.
4: Yeah. So that's a move she did make. And when they were on the phone, she... Visually, like, clearly knew that Ross heard Mark and, like, felt some type of way about it. You know what I mean? she, she like, knew it was wrong. wrong. Yeah, she knew it was wrong. So she felt in the wrong about it.
0: Well, did she know that it was wrong or did she just think, oh, if Ross so, hears Mark here, he's going to... Well, I think right. both. Because... Yeah. I
2: think both. Or, like, if he hears Mark, there's no chance that we're getting back together. she was right.
0: But taking that aside, right? <laughs> okay. Even if they are on a break... That 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 doesn't mean that you're just gonna, like... He literally, the first place he went, he finds a girl and starts, like, sucking face with her. Yes. I, I don't mean,
2: think he, he tried to do that,
0: though. No. Like he also didn't
3: say, like, a hard no.
0: But even if you're on a break, like... That's taking liberties with the break.
3: Okay, so and here's they, my thing. They needed to do no as, okay. And opening the door for Mark isn't? Hold on. So No. S- is this is awesome. Alright, as of okay. Answers. As someone who has This
0: episode is gonna be three hours long. Just <laughs> so you know. Right, we're not wrapping up anytime soon. Who so. has said
3: the break thing? Uh, like, let's take a break and mint it not fully and then gotten fully upset when they found out the other person slept with another person because they were like, It's fine, we're on a break. They should have set the parameters of what a break means. Sure. They should have just been like, you know what, let's take a pause. And then both of us get upset about it. Right, like well, we're not
1: with going to be with other people, well, but we're not going to be with each other. But, but they
3: also, clearly, they said they weren't like, Obviously, that would make a really boring sitcom to, for like, let's sit and watch Rachel and Ross hash out what a break means. But the, mm-hmm. like, but, yeah, but I'll there's
0: do. different types of break. You know, you can, sure. you can do, like, Jenna and Paul from 30 Rock, who take a year of sexual discovery because they want <laughs> right. to sow their wild oats. <laughs> and, but this is clearly not what that was. Right. Um, this was, like, we're having some differences. We need to take a pause. Right. It wasn't like, but I want to find out if there's other girls or guys out there that are more suited for me.
1: No, it, it wasn't a pause. Rachel asked for a break. If someone else asked me for a break that I was in a relationship with, I would go buck wild. If it was me asking for a break, I wouldn't. I would take some time to reflect. But if someone else was like, I think I need a break from you, I'd be pissed and I'd probably retaliate. Bye. Kissing someone with the belly button, (laughs) right?
0: And that's what we call a double standard.
3: I mean, it is, but it does bring some complexity to the episode where we were arguing for Rachel earlier, but then also she said i at the break, and then she gets upset when he goes. I
0: mean, my yeah. god, these writers—no, it's fucking writers, fascinating. These it writers is. really fucking nailed it. Did they really think that, like, twenty years later, people would just be sitting around fucking debating this because we hate Ross, but like, well, no we one hates all no one does. hates. <laughs> okay, but nobody hates Ross more than Elizabeth. She has been against Ross since day one, I don't know. and she's like, I was when this episode was coming up. I just thought there's no coming back from this. Elizabeth is going to hate Ross forever, but you're, you're kind of on his side. Like, despite your hatred for him, you're kind of on his team in this dispute, which is like the genius of the complexities of this situation, I suppose. Well, I
1: think Rachel was right in asking for a break, but, uh, I don't know. I don't feel like anything Ross did was out of bounds. I don't think he did anything wrong. After. I don't think he did anything wrong. From Ross's point of view. No, from, from both. From an objective standpoint. Yes, from an objective standpoint.
2: I think Ross, after she announced that she wanted a break, didn't, like, maybe he didn't do anything wrong then, but you have to think about all the things he did wrong to get to the break. Mm. Right. Like, it's not like Ross is innocent in this whole shebang here. Like, I feel like we're forgetting the, like, things Ross did for Rachel to ask for the break. And I don't think to whoever said earlier, like, they should have hashed out, like, what a break meant. Like, in the heat of a moment... You're not going to do that. Were they going to do that? So, line. I do think maybe Ross. So, maybe Ross, like, I do think that conversation was, like, important to have. But, like, I think he maybe should have waited <laughs> to make out with the girl More until, than a like, hours? after. Yeah, cause he like, because he could have, like, it could have been, like, okay, because actually. I, I don't know, i so many sides. Like, right! I like I not to to, double Because back if it. someone asked me for a break, I'd probably go to a bar with my friends. I was saying, not
4: to double I back on the like gender argument we were having earlier, but right. it is
3: almost like, Ross, he's a boy, he's mad. And so I don't even think it's, it's a man like. thing, <laughs> I think it's like, I think, I'd probably go I think, to a bar with my friends. Yes. Correct. But I don't
2: know, I don't know <laughs> In my in my sadness if like, making out with some person would be my thing, but like... I don't know. Yes, I guess maybe I'm on both sides. He didn't initiate it. I mean, he didn't not do it. I'm, not, right. so he I'm would, not saying that wait, he'd think do Rachel it. gives
0: two fucks yeah. about but, that?
4: But I'm just saying, like, we don't know if he would have gone out actively pursuing someone to kiss as no, an eventual friend. His intentions were, like, not in that direction. This it was conversation a heat did the moment.
0: not go the way I would think <laughs> it would go at all.
4: But also, like, he... He is clearly upset about the breakup, but I think it was very clear that he still didn't realize he did anything wrong because he was that thought that he meant well. No, even leading up to yeah, the yeah. break, the taking a break, he still didn't think that he had done anything wrong. And I think that just goes back to what I was saying about him genuinely thinking that he is doing everything right. And that's just the naivety of his character he, it's,
0: he's never apologized he didn't apologize yeah, he didn't when apologize. rachel came home when he called her later <laughs> that day he was not calling to apologize he was calling to he, yeah. like he says something like this this whole thing's crazy like because it's blown out of proportion at no point is he like approached it from an un- apology at no point is he like tried to take some of the blame so and spoiler be- alert in the next few episodes <laughs> elizabeth's not covering not, her ears he's still not gonna he's no. still not going to
3: He is a very unapologetic character. Again, no spoiler, but like, he, thinking about it, he really is. I mean, there's all the awkwardness there, but there isn't the, oh, I messed up, or I fucked up, or I was wrong. There isn't any of that.
2: Because he just means well. (laughs) I don't know. Do you really think he meant well well by making out with that girl in a bar, like... Or do you think he was just a victim of circumstance? Like, oh, well, he she's was here. Vulnerable. He's vulnerable at that moment. So is Rachel and she didn't. I mean, the one right. that everyone anticipated her to hook up with Mark and she didn't.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm.
2: she still let him in. But oh. she didn't put her tongue she out his the throat, the throat
4: like Ross did. Maybe, maybe she didn't. It just got cut. <laughs> oh, <okay.
3: laughs> we don't know which spring <laughs> she had. I mean, Ross also might have started making Springer out and roll. then cried. <laughs> like, yeah. mid out. That might have also been cut out. Right.
0: So, this super tense and highly <laughs> controversial moment brings a close to the episodes and in the end credits, we get a lovely little sing along between Sergey and Phoebe in Central Park. It's really cute. Singing American Pie. In... Are
3: you sure it's not Smelly Cat? No, in it's American Italian? Pie
0: because it's American Pie. <laughs> I know. When whatever language it is that um, he's speaking. And like it's almost as if they become ghosts because they're singing very loudly and like inviting people to join in, and nobody else in Central Perk is paying them a GD bit of attention.
3: Gunther doesn't give a fuck. Gunther doesn't even
0: look <laughs> up. He's such a pro. He's well, busy serving he's so and wiping big. down the counter. He does not even acknowledge. Yeah,
1: them. but I mean he's Rachel's down. not in the coffee shop, so he's not gonna look up. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's not also, the first time. How Phoebe's many times heard. has Phoebe been like singing in the Central Perk? It Park. happens a lot. You're right. Whenever there's yeah. a guest
0: star, she's teaching them how to sing Smelly Cat. <laughs> And that wraps up the episode. Whew.
3: Gunther. What a doozy. Under underrated. Not on this in show. Not on this show, my friends.
0: <laughs> Gunther gets exactly the rating that he deserves, which is five stars every time. I'm leaving so a Yelp good. review for Gunther every day.
4: He was supposed to be a silent character on this on the series.
0: He fucking wormed his way Nailed in.
4: It. How much do you guys
3: think he makes in royalties? Or syndication.
0: I mean, you, I think you only get, like, 20 cents whenever it's shown, but, like, this show's shown all over the world every day, so...
3: Gunther's fine. So we're not worried I'm, about Gunther.
0: I'm not worried about Gunther. Gunther's a fucking legend. <laughs> Elizabeth, did you like that episode? I did. Did you? Yes. Has season three got quite good for you?
1: Yeah, it took a while. It though. took Yeah, it was
0: a bit of a slow burn.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There was definitely a hangover from the lack of... Um, Tom Selleck.
1: But. I have a, a, a lot of anticipation for what's to come because oh. I don't know how this is going to affect the Friends gang. I don't know if they'll get back together, if they won't. I hope they don't. But um,
0: <laughs> You don't want them... You're not rooting for them. You're not rooting... You don't think they should be together. I
1: think it'd be fine if they got back together, but I don't feel like they should end up together. Interesting. This episode did end with a to-be-continued.
0: Did it?
4: It did. No. Oh, okay. It did. It did. did. Good point, Maura. Yeah. We can tell that there's more to this specific part of the storyline that we're going to find out in your
2: next podcast. Yay! Can't wait.
0: Well, listen, bloody hell! Thanks everyone for being on the show. Yay. This is this has been a hell of a lively debate that we've had today. Thank
4: you for
3: this having. Is over Thank you for listening to all three hours. Of this <laughs> all right. Extravaganza.
0: We've we've talked long into the small hours when we edit it. Down. It might only be about an hour, but uh, yeah, know that this conversation will go on and on and on as it has been for the last twenty years. I think at this point we should say, you know, if you follow us on Twitter hashtag team ross or hashtag yes. team rachel team ross hashtag team break, five claps
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we settled that That's
4: four
0: <laughs> yeah if you think they were on a break hashtag team ross if you think that ross was out of line hashtag team rachel i'm interested to see where everyone stands on this issue uh you can follow us on twitter at FriendsPod. you can check out our website with all of our old episodes which is friends the tell friend yeah Tell a friend if you enjoy the
3: show.
0: Up. Yeah, tell tell multiple. I mean, one is fine, but yeah. If Six you, is better. If you're lucky to have more than one friend, then please, please tell everyone that you know. And uh, yeah, Elizabeth, we'll be back next time to talk more. We'll, hopefully we'll see you guys again at some point later on down the line. <laughs> the next controversial storyline where we need a roundtable discussion. We'll get, the, we'll get the gang back in. And uh, yeah, thanks all for listening.
4: Thanks, friends.
3: Bye. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye.